to Running on Ice, the coolest community in freight. I'm your host, Sydney Edwards, bringing you the latest tech updates, warehouse news, everything happening in the cold chain world. Now, if you know about Running on Ice, this show, you know Running on Ice, the newsletter. I write it every Wednesday and Friday, and I talk about much of the same things we get into here in the show. So before I introduce my next guest, let's get into some headlines. Now, Tyson Foods recently announced its corporate employees from Chicago, Downers Grove, and Dakota Dunes locations will all be moving to its headquarters in Springdale, Arkansas. The company says this move is an opportunity to enhance team member agility and allow for faster decision-making. They're calling this collab One Tyson. The Springdale, Arkansas home office will also be expanding. Tyson Foods says updates will take a few years to complete, but once finished, the world headquarters will include indoor and outdoor workspaces and a few new features to enhance team members' experiences. Corporate employees from those Chicago, Downers Grove, and Dakota Dunes locations will start the big move in 2023. While we stand by for more information on the headquarters upgrades. Pharmaceutical company Merck is expanding its reach in Singapore by opening a new hub with plans for another facility in the future. Fierce Pharma reports that Merck opened a second packaging site in Singapore that includes a vial packaging line for the cancer treatment drug Keytruda. It also has three syringe packaging lines for other popular vaccines. And with more drugs to keep cool, the site has more cold storage and a new quality control lab. Merck has also started construction on the second new location, expected to open in 2026. Fierce Pharma says these two new facilities cost $500 million. And shipping giant Maersk is officially partnering up with UK's JCB manufacturing company to be JCB's global lead logistics provider. Maersk says it will create a global control tower in the United Kingdom and three regional control towers in the United States, China, and India in order to provide their shipping services. That includes ocean, air, road, and rail. Now, Maersk will also provide consolidation and custom services and manage the UK warehouse provider on an LLP basis. Now for the good stuff. Today, I'm joined by Syed Aman. He's the founder and CEO of Highway Hall. Aman, happy Friday. How are you? I think I'm having some trouble hearing you. I'm saying I'm, I'm doing fantastic. Happy Friday to you too, Sydney. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I haven't had Highway Hall on the show yet, so I'd love to start with a bit about the company, how things began, and where you're at now. Absolutely. So we are celebrating our fourth year anniversary this next week, pretty much. So Highway Hall is the next generation digital freight platform for fresh produce for temp controlled uh, commodities. And before starting Highway Hall four years back, I was the director of supply chain technology at Walmart, uh, one of the founding engineers of Walmart Labs early in the days. And my charter was to just build and scale the grocery, online grocery delivery and pickup technologies and operations for Walmart. So looking forward to the ride. So why start Highway Hall? I understand you're seeing some disruptions in the cold chain world. What is Highway Hall's goal here? Absolutely. So when I was introduced to the food and the produce commodity building tech at Walmart, right, we realized that, hey, it's different, right? The fact that uh, the ambient and frozen and chilled commodities need to be maintained at certain temperatures and moved and planned accordingly, then we took a deep dive into that, realized that it's an extremely inefficient industry. The way produce move from farm to the fork, there are so many hops and so many of the produce gets wasted during transit. It spends 50% of the lives on the trucks and whatnot. So pretty much we step out and make it our mission to eliminate food wastage during transition. So this is $15 billion of food wasted every year. 
And that's a North Star that we are tracking. But for us to get there, we have to first digitize the heck out of this very manual value chain that this industry operates under. Let's get a bit into the technology and the logistics of Highway Hall. What exactly is there? Is there a product here? Maybe what could we see? Great. We believe that this is what Highway Hall, we have built as an ecosystem, a very connected supply chain, wherein the shippers, which in our case are the growers, the farmers, the distributors, wholesalers, and even the retailers, they connect seamlessly with the reliable carriers and truck drivers. So we have a product for everyone, for the shippers, price your load, book your loads in a couple of clicks, and you will see a very reliable refrigerated reefer carrier standing at your doorstep on time, gets delivered on time. We provide full transparency and visibility, not only on the location tracking, but as well as the temperature and humidity monitoring along the way. And uh, so, yeah, it's a connected enterprise-grade uh, ecosystem that shippers, carriers, drivers, and our own operations team use every day. I know we have some of the images that you sent us, screenshots of the app. I think we're going to pull it up right now. And maybe you could explain exactly what we're looking at here. Right, of course. This is pretty much a app for the carriers and the drivers to instantly book their loads without calling anyone. And these are not that any set of loads. These are very tailored and curated for the preferences set by the carriers and the drivers themselves. That, hey, I want to go into certain states and I do not want to go into certain states. And I want to do this kind of a freight. This is my expected. Uh, this is my base location and all those things. So there are very heavyweight algorithms behind the scene and even machine learning and artificial intelligence that we deploy to really set up the curated loads for the carriers and the drivers. That can be booked with a couple of clicks. We even have a patent for the carrier app sign up, one of the industry's finest and the easiest <laughs> app sign up experiences, hopefully. So that's what we do. And then these apps are all location tracking enabled, available in both uh, iOS and Android versions. And we can monitor about freight 24 by 7, 365 days a year. And who exactly are your customers? Is it anybody who needs something to be moved? Anybody who has something food-related to move, specifically the temperature control. That's what is our expertise. Our, I mean, two of the three founders, Sharon and I, we come from Walmart. That's what we have done, grocery, grocery, and grocery. Our third founder, Zahir Khan. He has owned several produce businesses in the past and his own trucking company refers, right? So we are very, we believe that we are knowledgeable in this space and we have done this dance at scale and companies like Walmart and otherwise. So that's our focus and our customers to answer your question are the uh, growers, farmers, food wholesalers and distributors and even the grocers or the retailers, whoever is looking for a temperature controlled truck, just register with Highway Hall and we'll make you look good. And these trucking companies that you're partnering with, I'm curious maybe how many you have um, on the site that are that you know a grocer, a farmer could actually tap into, and maybe how that system works. Is it possible to get the same trucking company to move the same freight on even maybe a, a daily basis, weekly basis, or is it always somebody different? Exactly, and that's the beauty of the platform, that yes, you're right. I know we know those stats that, hey, this extreme fragmentation in the industry on all levels that, hey, 1.5 million carriers and trucking companies, more than 90% of the carriers having less than 10, 10 trucks. There are more than 17,000 freight brokers in the country and so on and so forth. So the, our platform consolidates all these mom and pop small carriers onto a platform, thereby providing burst capacity year round to, all, to, our, to our shippers, to our customers. And why we do that and how we do that is pretty much uh, to answer your question, how many? Let me give you a 
we believe that we have access to more than 12 to up to 15% of the market share of the refrigerated carrier capacity in the country. So we have consolidated tens of thousands of such carriers on our platform. And I'm curious about this partnership between you, between Highway Hall, the application, and the trucker and the trucking companies. Do they come to you? Do you come to them? Is the information integrated through other systems and it's just available to then the grocer or the farmer? Yes, right. So it's both ways. So if we are activating a new lane, let's say, hey, it's a new, then we reach out to the local carriers and the carriers that make sense. Then when they feel the highway hall experience, in most likely than not, they come back. And man really love doing business with you guys. We have more uh, loads available and things like that. But many of our carriers are repeat carriers. And that is one metric that we are following. I can, without giving you more details on that, that, hey, we are tracking the loads per carrier on a year-over-year basis. And that metric is increasing. The loads per shipper as well is increasing year-over-year in a nice and healthy way. So we are feeling very confident on the value prop that we offer to both the shippers as well as to the carriers. Now, I know you touched on this saying that with visibility, the cold chain is just not quite there yet. Tell me exactly what you're seeing and I'd just like to talk about where you think we should be right now or where we even could be in the future. Yeah, there's so many ways to <laughs> address that, uh, Sydney. Thing is, ultimately, how technology can make an impact on the supply chain, right? We need to, the technology can help build resiliency in the supply chain, right? And it needs to uni unify and unite the fragmentation of this industry that I mentioned, right? So, and the fact that for produce specifically, right? It takes several hops from farm to the distributors, to the wholesalers, to the grocers, and finally to the customers, uh, refrigerator and whatnot. So we need to move closer to the customers. The customers' buy and buying patterns have changed. Their eating habits have changed. They are moving more towards fresh and organic. So average food travels 1,500 miles in the country before it lands on the plate. So we need to probably deploy things like vertical farming and overall, uh, plan that supply chain of future, which will be uh, accurate forecasting, stellar planning, and flawless execution to the T. That's when we actually can do a good job at it. I know when you and I were first talking about this, this topic and getting into Highway Hall, we mentioned that there are still so many, whether it's farmers or larger companies, trucking companies, all the above, still using the pen and paper method, still using Excel sheets, still using other ways of, you know, getting their loads moved. And I know, I believe you said that I would be surprised at the, you know, the billion dollar companies that are also still using these methods. I just think it's crazy. It is, it is crazy. I, and I'm surprised how they run that. I know Excel is a very powerful tool, <laughs> but you can save yourself. This is the, I think, our pitch to the shippers are, guys, you focus on what you do best. Grow the freshest strawberries and the tomatoes and the cilantro and whatnot. Package them nicely for finding the right carrier and the transportation and the real-time monitoring and tracking your freight. Leave it to a digital player like us, right? So to say, because that's what we do for a living and that's what you do for a living. And it can be a highly synergetic relationship by adopting the digitization that's happening at a huge, at a very fast pace as we speak. And I think I have read some of the freight waves reports as well. Goldman Sachs studies that, hey, this $90 billion of brokerage market is going to become $180 billion of brokerage market in the next probably six to eight years. And right now, we are, what, five to seven, less than 10% digital. And at that scale, we are talking about 
getting it to 50% digitally done. So a lot of upside for everyone. Is it possible to see maybe on your end of things, what exactly is being moved? I'm curious if there's you're seeing more meat being moved currently, or if it is more fresh produce or something else in the mix when it comes to you know refrigerated freight that you're seeing being moved more. Right. As far as highway haul is concerned, yes, we are meeting all of the we are moving all of the above commodities. Right. We are, we have we are in Arkansas. We have we are moving meat. Mostly we are moving the produce commodity because that's what is the most uh, bought uh, commodity in our ecosystem. So to answer your question. My observation as far as the highway haul business is concerned that we are moving more uh, uh, grocery items than the poultry items. And I know that Highway Hall was established in 2018, so still had its footing just before the pandemic really started. I'd love to know how things you know, changed for Highway Hall or for the cold chain in general that you saw as you know, a big disruption. And maybe even more recently, of course, the war in Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what the thing that and we all know that the prices of the food in general have risen. I mean, the same time last year was the same time now. It, overall, it has increased 11%. And right, X more than 40% probably. Milk has increased by more than 17%. And so overall. So what happened in COVID, uh, restaurants shut down, the food producers, producers lost a significant customer base. Right? And the, but the consumer demand for grocery went up. So they were buying from the grocers, so the local grocers and stores. So it took a while for the food producers to divert their supply chain from, uh, you know, from the existing customer like restaurants to the grocery stores. And to top it off, reduce labor shortage and expanded demand. So that was a double whammy that we witnessed in COVID uh, times. And of course, we all saw what happened during that. And then after that, when it was settling down, the Ukraine war. So I don't know if we know, I think I read somewhere that Russia and Ukraine are some of the largest wheat producers in the world. Probably more than 30% of the exports is coming from uh, these two countries. And exports from Ukraine were reduced by more than 90% mid, last year to mid this year. Imagine now what kind of a wheat shortage globally that will accrue. Therefore, the prices of the flour and the starch and the commodities uh, rose. So, and of course, sanctions on Russia, I mean, uh, even the fertilizers, the fertilizers, uh, Russia is responsible for more than 30% of the exports of the fertilizers. And with all the sanctions, the prices of the overall uh, uh, food production and the transportation costs increase because of all these reasons. It is so interesting. I just, it's going to be even more interesting um, once things hopefully settle down between Russia and Ukraine and we can kind of get back to maybe seeing where the supply chain is left after that. Yeah, exactly. Getting into more about what your customers are saying about your product, I'd love to hear any anecdotal stories you have, maybe on how this helps people's businesses or what they like most about it. Right. So A, overall, it is the ease of doing business and the fact that, hey, access to reliable capacity and reliability in double quotes pretty much right because we have a very stringent carrier vetting process behind the scenes that can be booked with a couple of clicks and we will going to provide you with the full transparency and proactive updates throughout the trip of the load and then the metric for the the most important metric for the shippers mostly are the otp the on-time pickup the on-time delivery and on-time in full so i 
think based on the data, I think if we, the, the loads that we have moved through the highway haul ecosystem, we have reduced the load rejects by more than 80%. So if the loads were moved outside of the highway haul ecosystem with the traditional way, they were there would have been certain rejections, et cetera, amounting to certain dollars, but we have already started saving that by more than 80% because of the uh, way we uh, book the trucks and track the trucks and uh, deliver the and monitor it 24 by 7 through the sophisticated technology that we have built. We have built a digital brokerage platform behind the scene that is really utilizing a lot of, as I said, algorithms, machine learning, and artificial intelligence methods to actually um, make sure that we are covering the loads at the right point in time and delivering with the right uh, metrics that the shippers want. When a customer comes to you, I'm curious if there's a universal issue they're currently dealing with or maybe something they're specifically looking for that they're hoping to get from Highway Hall when they say, you know, this is what we're doing right now. And, and you've heard that through, you know, multiple people. Right. So I think many of the, some of, most of the shippers that we have engaged early on, they were working with the traditional brokers, right? In which case that, yes, technological adoption in the ecosystem, they do things more manually versus something that we can take care of doing digitally but i think data insights is something that nobody provides them uh, by and large right so the fact that behind the scene we may be integrated this is a very connected platform that we are a our drivers are using the app we are connected with several third-party applications behind the scene for the iot based temperature sensors or humidity etc so what we tell the shippers is no matter what you use you will always know for the highway hall moved loads that who's the driver where's the driver has he checked in where's the proof of delivery and uh, the you know in case of exceptions we have an amazing 24 by 7 human staff produce savvy professionals monitoring your freight so we take care of all the exceptions on your behalf so that you can sleep peacefully and we leave it to the hands of somebody like <laughs> us and we will if needed we can recover your crew load if there's a truck breakdown we can actually come in and do the cross docking and things like that and make sure that you deliver your promise to your customer which are typically the walmarts and costcos and Progress of the world. Now, visibility is the buzzword that we hear all the time now, especially when it comes to the cold chain, whether it's temperature monitoring or, you know, being able to find somebody to truly pick up your loads. There's a couple companies, of course, getting into the business. I know I just, like I just mentioned, temperature monitoring, especially I feel like we see a lot of companies really jumping on board with that. When it comes to maybe this type of this type of business, what have you seen as the founder of it, as the creator of, you know, this new product that has been maybe a frustration that other people are seeing? And they're like, you know, for some reason, I can't get over that. But you've created it, you've gotten over it, and you've made this a success. Yeah, I would say probably the incumbency. The fact that the industry is, A, of course, very relationship-driven. People have built their businesses over decades, right? And they know that they work with certain local players who they play golf with, et cetera, et cetera, right? So the adoption of digitization was initially slowed down because of those things. It was probably hard to break through the existing incumbent uh, players. But COVID sent a good signal to everyone involved that, hey, for you to thrive, you have to first survive. And what happened in COVID that we covered 100% of our loads when the load to truck ratio was as I has 20, 30, 40, even more, 70s to 1, uh, so to say, right? So why? Because we do not work with 6 or 7 or 10 or 20 carriers behind the scene who we have relationships with. We have 
tens of thousands of those reliable carriers drivers on our platform that we will find one of the many uh, for every time and every instant that you need so i think the digital adoption has been slower but now it's catching up because a yesterday it was uh, covid today it is ukraine war and tomorrow will be something else and i think that word is spreading fast now hopefully something more in a positive light it's been a crazy couple of years <laughs> i know i know <laughs> for sure Well, we've got your fourth birthday coming up for Highway Hall. Anything that we can expect for the future or what you're hoping to gain after this? Absolutely. I mean, we are just getting warmed up. It is right. So Highway Hall is yet to see the good days. We have been growing significantly without giving you numbers. It's a you know, it's like a typical Silicon Valley style growth company, yeah, 3 4x every year on uh, the top line etc. But and we and and we want to go big. or go home pretty much right so the thing is and we have only seen the toughest times when we founded in late 2018 that was the best year for trucking if we recall right and we found highway hall 2019s was probably one of the worst years for trucking with a lot of trucking recession they called it more than 650 companies filing for bankruptcy and what not we thought things will recover in covid uh, sorry in 2020 but then covid hit in 2021 now it's ukraine war so the thing is amidst all of this global macroeconomic conditions and chaos we have been zooming in on our on all of our business metrics so hopefully when this interesting times that we are in now recession etc that settles down we'll come out as a in a big way so and while i have you here i'd like to pick your brain for one last question and i try to ask most of my guests this because i just want to know what they think is the future of cold supply chain and maybe for you the future of products do you think more people are going to get into something like highway hall's application process or what do you think might be the next big thing right so i think there are so many opportunities some are low hanging some are really needs a longer tail uh, that you will see the rise of various companies for all uh, you know now not every company will be a brokerage company like a digital brokerage it can be different spins to it some people some companies they build just point solutions which can be very complementary to the platforms like highway halls where we can plug it in that hey i provide this amazing temperature uh, controlling or whatever i provide amazing uh, location tracking i provide something else and these are all uh, very integratable uh, components in our platform so i read somewhere and i want to echo that thought that hey this supply chain industry is passing through the lehman brothers moment and i really like that uh, phrase because what happened in the finance world back in the days with the lehman brothers going down and then amazing fintech companies evolved from it that's what you are going to see is my prediction <laughs> as well uh, going forward on the supply chain side aman thank you so much for joining me today last but not least where can people hear more from you and more from highway hall Uh, sure you can go to our website highwayhall.com we have our uh, facebook and twitter page as well but uh, if you are a strategic partner etc feel free to reach us out through the website or through our contact information that is available uh, on our linkedin profiles too and one last time what day is your four year anniversary i just want to put it in my calendar <laughs> of course that will be on the 18th sorry october 8th 8th of october Perfect. Coming right up. You guys started just before the Halloween weekend. <laughs> Absolutely, exactly. I still remember I was at Walmart and everything was awesome. I was really <laughs> leading the charge working on cutting edge technology and when I 
I just could not come to office because this thing was just spinning around my head that we have to get it done so much. The market was calling, the timing was absolutely perfect. We just took the plunge. <laughs> well, Aman, thank you again for joining the show. It's been great to having you on. Thank you so much, uh, Sydney, for having me and have a good one. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we've got my newsletter out tonight, 7 p.m. You can find it at FreightWaves.com. I'll catch you next week for more. 